My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Welcome back to This Week in Crime Pod, everybody. I'm Steve here. I'm here with the mulleted madman himself. Saul Trujillo. We got John Sosa's on the ones and twos. Recorded live at the Comedy Store Studios underneath the Comedy Store in the depths in the bowels. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, buddy? How we doing? I'm good, man. I'm having a lot of fun. I mean, still raining like crazy and I hate it, but, you know, whatever. I'm a sunshine boy. I'm a rain boy. We talked about this. I like a time. wet. I like a cold. <laughs> um, so how's your how's your New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's uh, resolutions going, man? What are we working on there? Not the best. I that's one of the reasons why I don't like this weather is because I'm trying to walk ten thousand steps a day, mm. and you can't walk ten thousand. I'm not trying to get wet walking ten thousand steps, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be a weirdo and walk around my apartment building. No, I don't that have is a gym very, membership. That's sick in the head, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got a studio too, so hard to. That's a lot of circles. <laughs> just, no, I'd it's be about like ten thousand circles. <laughs> just always, just like a crazy person. Just I padded the walls, so I keep running into them. You're burning a hole in your carpet. <laughs> There's an imprint from your shoe everywhere. Uh, no, I mean like in the apartment, like actually going in my apartment and going up the stairs. Mm-hmm. But then I don't want to weird my like, why is this guy fucking walking everywhere yeah, like every an old day. person or an autistic guy? He's like, the worst part is you knock on everyone's door. <laughs> I, yeah, like a doorbell dash a lot. And then is I run that away. The tamale lady? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tamale. Um yeah, and also didn't you stop weed? I'm weed, trying. Weed is very rain. Uh, niceness. Yeah, I love to smoke weed in the rain. Yes. But I also live in a studio, so I don't really have a balcony to smoke off of, so I have to go to my car or outside to smoke weed. Oh, you don't smoke in your place? No, I don't smoke in my place. I'm very uh, paranoid about not getting my deposit back. Mm. People tell me that's stupid, but I was just like, no, I don't want them to say, I vape in my place, but mm. I don't smoke live flower in my place. So afraid. Even though the person pretty sure next to us in the goddamn building we live in who smokes crack. We 100% think that because there's always like four different dudes who hang out at like Arcos. Like mm-hmm. these, this is Arco traffic. Arco activities. Inside of our old ass apartment. So I don't know. I'm just trying to get my deposit back. So I'm trying to quit weed but I'm trying to wean myself off of weed. So it's like Instead of smoking four blunts a day, I'm down to like just smoking with my friends who are addicted to weed. I'm like, mm. let me get some of yours, huh, daddy? You're doing the freebie thing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give you $100 cash right now. Just let me take a hit off that real quick. Yeah, like in 2023, I'm going to be a moocher. <laughs> That's interesting. So f- this is my vibe on the deposit. The Once I give it to you, it's yours. I don't expect it back. You, you, don't, you, don't, want your, you don't give a shit about your money back? It's like a ticket I paid. To party as hard as I want. Oh, and man. do whatever I want. If that's keep an- it, <laughs> or 
Or think if think if you can get it from me at the end. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and keep it. But in my head, I already took the L. You already, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just burning cigarettes on the wall. Oh yeah, I pissed in the living room. <laughs> no man, that's all right. You're just ashing on the carpet. Do you have carpet? No. Then God, weed, no. weed won't stink in there. Where's it gonna go to? I don't know, man. I don't know. I do have a. We used to have a nosy apartment manager who would come in. Yeah, the worst. So, but. I'm just paranoid, man. And there's there is something that looks like a smoke detector, but I'm pretty sure it's just something that's painted on and mm. pretending. They're like, we're gonna put a little thing that blinks. <laughs> it looks flat. It's like <laughs> one of those things on the ground. We're like, is that a hole? And then a little kid walks past it. It's like the apartment manager's eyeball, like right there. Like, is that what's blinking? What are you doing? Why do I have an old Victorian painting in my apartment and the <laughs> eyes move? Yeah. Don't smoke. Um, I have gone the opposite on marijuana. I think on January 1st, me and my friends went, me and our friends went in and bought a pound of marijuana, and I'm smoking fucking blunts. I was so jealous and sad that I couldn't get in on You that. really missed out. Yeah, I know. Hormos, like, like, we go over to a buddy's house. He's like, he's I'll fill my fingers after, like, yeah. rolling it. And I was like, oh, that's like honey on your yeah. fingers. It's like one thing I can't, I got I to gotta wash my hands and fucking alcohol. It's crazy. And then I go, hey, man, let me just get a hit off of that sticky weed that I never bought, huh? <laughs> I know. Luckily, it was so cheap, too. That was the crazy thing. <laughs> that's the sad part. This but, week you know, in crime, we do crimes, baby. <laughs> very sad. But, you know, happier... Trying to get better, you know. Fuck <laughs> you, Steve. It's good it's for like, you. Good for you, dude. Whatever. And you smoke a joint right in front of me. <laughs> I know. I, I I had a blunt rolled, and I I, I was bummed. I left. I'm it, going to. Oh, I was going to. Say, I'm going to smoke it with you. Oh yeah, I'll remember that now. <laughs> now that I'll bring Wait, it. How are you doing on your resolutions? What are you talking about? You give me sass about. Oh, I've failed most. I've done good though. I've actually, you know. It's so funny. Did we talk about how I failed every resolution last year? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So every year I make a, a, a thing of resolutions and I failed every one. What is one of them? One of them was to get to 25,000 followers on Instagram. I got it the day after the New Year's. Um, oh, other yeah. ones were to headline more. I headlined less last year than the year before. I was all about money, making less than the year before. Um, so I was pretty bummed. I had to talk to my manager about it. Because it's like when you're in this industry of stand-up, it's like a, it's not even like an, it's a dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a weird dream that you have to put together. And the only way that you know you're doing well in it, the only way that if you are a newer stand-up um, and you're wondering, what am I doing? Just make sure you did better than you did last year. Because mm -hmm. if you put that together over 10 years, you should be a lot better than you were the year before. Only problem is last year I didn't do... Better than I did the year before. First time in my career. Wait, wait, when was it when you started fucking touring with Bert? Two and a half years ago. Was it two and a half years ago? And that you didn't go as much? Okay. So this see, that I, that's how time flies for I me. I was like, were you touring with Bert last yeah. year, baby? What are you talking about? That one went down. That ah. one went down last year. This one will be less too. But I'm not mad about that. He's helped me out so much. But that made less money. But this year, so what I did is I took last year's. Mm -hmm. And I just moved in this year. I just crashed out 2022 and went 2023 with everything. And it's going to be 2028. You're like, one day, everybody. <laughs> I'll I'm make more money than I did in 2020. <laughs> You're all using just for men. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but it's been good. So far, I booked a lot of good shows. I will be headlining the Punchline Sacramento in May, which for us, you and I specifically, 
is uh, you would understand how big a deal that is, you know? We, it's a huge deal, especially it's where we started comedy. Where we started. And then it's the A club of the town. Of Sacramento, of the Valley. Yeah. We and both started at that B club. We both started at, it's probably a C club, Last Unlimited. <laughs> I love that club, but it's, it's probably home, not a B. but you know? I, bet, I mean, to be honest... Never mind. I'm not going to go into it. I love it. <laughs> you were going to say some words that were me. Yeah, and I don't want to get into anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's such a cool thing to have gone there for so long. I remember going there for one of my first times to watch Dave Attell. And I was just started comedy. And I was with this guy. And he was like, just say your comic and get him free. And then they let me watch Dave, Chappelle, or Dave Attell in the back. And I was just like, God, I just hope one day I can headline here. And I finally get to do it. It'll be in May. If you're in Sacramento, please uh, listen to it. Come through because it'll mean Come a through. lot to this nine one six boy over yeah, here. Yeah, it will. It'll be a ton. It'll mean a ton. I, I see. You actually grew up in Sacramento. I, yes. I I'm from Stockton, so I'd have to drive to Sacramento. So like, I don't have that nostalgia of like, man, I could go back to. Mm -hmm. That's when I headlined the Clarion Hotel in Modesto, <laughs> California. I that one. <laughs> it's like, I'm what was that, that guy? What was that grimy ass white dude? He's, uh, I don't know, but he was always on coke. Yeah. He he did forty five minutes of parody songs. It was dog shit. What was that guy's name? Jay something. Yeah, he was. There was a lot of those. There's a lot of those kind of weird. There's like these very loud promoters that came out of the 209. They like were weird. Well, like what was that? There's that one Mexican dude that was big for a while. He would do a lot of Tommy T stuff. Joe Rivera. Joe Rivera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was he was like the whitest Mexican dude I've ever met. Oh, was he? I never really talked to him too much, but I just it was always. He wore a taxi taxi cab driver's hat. Oh, what's he got with the fucked up hand? Oh, Rick James. Rick James. That's not his real name, everybody. <laughs> not his real name. Rick James just... is not his real name. He considers himself the king of the 209. I go, why? <laughs> why like, what? do that? Who are you? What's even your You're name? From You're from I'm Texas. I'm from the 209, and I don't, because, what am I, the Duke of fucking 209? Dumb. So, yeah. Bunch, so, check out that. Let's get into the episode. Yeah. All right. This is another time for Everyone's favorite segment. What does it look like this guy did? <laughs> Hello, Saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo's savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So, what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash save to open a savings account today. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Bro, he looks like he follows girls to their car at community colleges. <laughs> <laughs> nighttime stalker. He looks like the oldest valet at a Chili's. <laughs> he looks like a CHP officer who got busted for DUI. Yeah, I, I'm just impressed by a man whose head is the same as an eight ball. It's incredible. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. Oh, my God. So this is the thing. If you guess that this man gave children semen-laced cupcakes, then you just won the award for our creepiest listener. That would be very impressive. Right on the nose. Pretty very gross. Very impressive. Pretty gross. This article is from lawandcrime.com. Dennis Wallace was sentenced... 
to 100 years in state prison, and the former Livingston Parish Sheriff's deputy and SWAT commander pled guilty to one count of second-degree rape, two counts of sexual battery of a child, one account of video voyeurism, two counts of production of pornography involving children under the age of 13, and one count of mingling of harmful substances. First off, gave man a century. Why can't we just murder him? Yeah, it's just wasting space for a century. He's not going to live for 100 years. These life sentences are wild, man. Just say you can never come out. Yeah. Potentially can never come out, and maybe you could come out in 25 years, and that's that's your earliest sentence. But that's you're dead. What do you mean? Build a hole, field him, feed them bar-ass hot dogs, wait for them to kill themselves. <laughs> I'll live off a of bar of hot dogs for years. I have lived off years. of bar of hot dogs. What you got to do is you cut them real thin, then you fry them, and you put them on a, uh, a little piece of bread. You got to wait for put them in the microwave so that the tips, the edges, they turn burst. into like alien mouths. Like they burst. like fucking gross. But they, they'll scream too. Like, <laughs> like, is hot dogs supposed to scream like that? I don't know. Hot dog just asks for mercy. <laughs> Perkins had originally been faced with more than 75 criminal charges when he was arrested in 2019, but prosecutors agreed to drop dozens of remaining counts in exchange for Perkins agreeing to enter a guilty plea. He is also required to re- register as a sex offender for the remainder of his life. What life is he having outside of 100 you're years? You're in prison. You're at a death sentence if you register as a sex offender. I think he should have to re- register as a sex offender for the rest of his death. Almost throughout death on your tombstone, this guy says fucking sex offender. He's all in hell, waiting in line to go in hell. And they're like, people are like, boo, get out of here. Don't go in that guy. Creep. Among the most headline grabbing of this criminal act is the mingling of harmful substance charge. Perkins and his wife, 36-year-old Cynthia T. Perkins, used his semen to season cake batter which she then served to students at Westside Junior High, where Cynthia had been previously employed as an English teacher. Authorities said that Perkins filmed himself making the revolting concoction. Whoa. I must have missed that episode of Martha Stewart's Kitchen. (laughs) That's not on Food Network or nothing like that. (laughs) And also, real quick, you don't season with semen, Mm -mm. all right? You either consensually feed someone semen or you attack someone with cum. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's not seasoned. I would say you glaze. <laughs> if there's any type that. of cooking thing, you glaze with semen. I guess. It's pretty Up gross. next is this creepy bitch. We're going to look up what does it look like she did. First Ooh. off, she looks like she was the lead singer of Twisted Sister. <laughs> she Ooh. looks like she asked for one last cigarette before they take her to jail. Come on. <laughs> Be a human. I'm going away for a long time. <laughs> she looks like the type of teacher who bangs her students. Tell me you haven't seen this woman in most of those things. Yeah, yeah. She's banging a 14-year-old Mexican kid. I loved him. She looks like the type of chick. <laughs> Didn't she say she looks like a uh, she looks like a dog like she says Donald Trump is handsome? Like that type yeah, of chick? For I'd sure. let him grab him by the pussy. I'd let him <laughs> grab me by the pussy. I don't know about that. She looks like the type of person uh, who won't tell you her secret ingredient, but it sure <laughs> tastes bleachy. It's a family recipe. It's made by my family. (laughs) 
Cynthia Perkins pled guilty in February to charges of second-degree rape, production of child pornography, and a conspiracy of mingling harmful substances. As previously reported by Law and Crime, specific acts pleaded to in her deal included aiding her husband in sexually assaulting a minor and aiding her husband in filming a minor who was bathing. Jesus Christ. Jesus. She was sentenced to 41 years in prison, provided she testified against her husband should he go to trial. Damn, though. This girl's really snitching on your husband? I thought you weren't able to switch, snitch on your husband. That's some writer. She's not a writer or die. No. It's like we made semen pancakes together. <laughs> Nothing he, sacred anymore. He made those cum cakes, Your Honor. I don't even know how to come. It's dry I don't know how to make cupcakes. I'm dry down there. <laughs> In addition to testimony from victims, investigators reportedly seized a trove of incriminating media when they raided the home Perkins shared with his wife, recovering more than 2,600 photos and 300 videos depicting illegal content. Assistant Attorney General Barry Milligan reportedly told the outlet that he the evidence obtained in this case was the worst he had ever seen, reportedly involving two child victims, two adults, and one dog. What the fuck? Might just bring the dog into it. Now, why you got the, the dog didn't have nothing to do? Actually, he might have liked it. He the dog, liked yeah, it. it was peanut butter. Was involved, peanut butter over everything. They just put peanut over everything. I would say that does sound like the worst bar joke ever told. Two child victims, two adults, and one dog walk into a bar, and someone fed them a cupcake. Sick bar, though. Pretty pretty sick. Lenient. Sick, sick nursery rhyme. Lenient. Um, <laughs> during Perkins' wife's proceedings, her attorney repeatedly maintained that her husband was the mastermind of the criminal activity. He is the real monster, Cynthia's attorney, Paul Scott, said. That's what she wants to make clear. It's not about shifting blame. She took responsibility today. I mean, that's, that's what she did. But uh, she also looks forward to going after the real monster. <coughs> Sounds like she's not taking any blame. Not at all. Not at all. Like, who, you going to choose me or him? He's the one. He's diddles. I'm just there. <laughs> He's diddles. <laughs> In an email to Law and Crime, Perkins attorney Jared... Ambo reiterated that his client agreed to be held accountable for his own criminal conduct. Mr. Perkins accepted responsibility for his acts and did not accept responsibility for anything he did not do. And he expressed his sorrow in the courtroom for all the persons harmed in this matter. Persons, you mean children that you failed to fucking cum cupcakes to? Ugh. Cum cakes? Cum cakes, dude. Yeah, that should be the name of the episode. <laughs> a third defendant in the case, Melanie Curtin, in December 2021, was sentenced to life in prison after a judge found her guilty of aggravated rape and video voyeurism. Some of these are just hard to read, man. But, you know, we gotta, for you. For you, folks. <laughs> this is gonna be a new segment we're gonna ask. What do you think, if we're their judges, what should we punish them with? These specific people? Yeah. I mean... You're going to, I want them to die in a vat full of cum. Yeah, I like that. Baked into a cupcake. Like, what's that one Mexican dessert where there's a baby? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like a baby, and then you find the baby, you make tamales. But in this, it's actually two people that felt cum to children, and you bake them alive in a pastry. <laughs> it's real Hansel and Gretel style, but with more cum. Um, what I mean, what do you think? Is that is that the one you? Th I, honestly, that full of cum, maybe eaten to death by police dogs, something random. Mm, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. A hundred years is you're correct. Is a waste of fucking time. Killed you it. have to take care of it right away. But it's not a popular thought. Every life is sacred. Not cum cakes. No. Cum cakes could die in a vat full of cum. Here's a wild take. I think most lives lives are not sacred. No, there's too many people too on many this people. earth. Yeah. There's a lot of these people that just need to go. And it's these little rascals that are coming in cupcakes for children. 
they deserve to get kicked off the earth. John, what do you think? Should we murder them? What kind of what kind of punishment should these cum cakes people get? Probably paralysis. Paralysis. Oh, is that's solid. a good one. That's a living hell. Uh-huh. Still, yeah. That, that's that's actually my uh, my idea for emptying the prisons. You let them back out into the world, but they're paralyzed. Ooh. I'm going to hell. Wow. No, you're not. That's good. I no, think you're that's not. a genius. You that's just make great. sure they can't commit crimes again, and then you clear out the prison. How about we'll do that? Anyone who's done like pedophile, pedophilic stuff, like sex crimes against children, if they ever come out, they have to be paralyzed. That and violent crimes. And vi- yeah, that's yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. They're yeah. just a head? No, you're like a blob person that people preserve. I'm not sure to do the voice, but. <laughs> yeah, the, vo- the voice is not. Yeah. You're going to hell. I'm good. <laughs> You just, undid my, you just undid my head. Hold on. Hold on. Let's get more context of this. This is a pedophile's voice who just did pedophiling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not your uncle or the guy got in a car accident. It's a pedophile who's pedophiling and pedophiling. Yeah. Pedophiling. He's, he's pedophiling. Is that a pedophile who's on a flight right now? He's on a red eye. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. I like that. I'm voting that. Everyone's paralyzed. Every pedophile gets spaghetti legs and arms. Yep. Old loose. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to hell now. <laughs> All right. Episodes two. And we're going to start off. What does this person look like? Everyone's favorite segment. I would go. She looks like one of the women who let Edgar Scissorhands cut her hair. <laughs> Dude, she looks like she underfeeds kids at an orphanage. <laughs> oh, fucking Annie She baby. looks like the trans version of WWF's Paul Bearer. <laughs> Who also worked with Undertakers. That haircut belongs next to a slot machine in Reno, Nevada. (laughs) (laughs) She looks like she says the N-word at bake sales. (laughs) Here's a cum cake, (laughs) N-word. She's about to get a cell phone to her face for complaining about black kids skateboarding. I saw her do that. I saw her do that one time. She's about to come up and tell me all about the opportunities available at Mary Kay. (laughs) It's not a pyramid scheme. It's an investment opportunity. Uh but what did she actually do, Steve? If you guessed funeral home director who sold dead people's body parts, you'd be extremely lucky and dead right. And that's gross. That's weird. We got weird people getting them on the nose. Two funeral home operators in Colorado were sentenced Wednesday for illegally selling bodies and body parts without the family's consent. Goddamn. Megan Hess was sentenced to 20 years in prison, and her mother, Shirley Cock, received 15 years for their involvement in the scheme to sell human remains to body broker services. They each pleaded guilty to one count of mail fraud and aiding and abetting. Got off a little easy there, huh? <laughs> Pretty easy. Mail fraud and aiding and abetting? <laughs> How are they mailing these things? Like, let me get some stamps for these toes right here. <laughs> Is that overnight, or do you just put it in that one envelope where if you lick it enough, it'll stick? They got caught because they just filled it in wrong. He did the to and from wrong, man. The address. Uh, I'm just happy it was a family business, you know? To be able to work for their parents like that, cutting up, dismembering people's uh, relatives for money, it's just such a special thing. I wonder if they'll go to the same prison. <laughs> this is a Hallmark movie right here. This is... <laughs> The the pitch is like Dahmer meets Barbershop. (laughs) (laughs) The women ran Sunset Mesa Funeral Home in Montrose, Colorado. From 2010 through 2018, they would meet with people seeking cremation services either for themselves or their loved ones. I I mean, from 2010 to 2018, I feel like they just got in the funeral game. (laughs) You know what I mean? I thought it was like a lineage thing. Like, Like, no one, like... 
No, there's good money. Like my wife wanted to be a funeral director at one point because she was like, "That's really good money in in these types of services, especially if you're a good con person. Like mm-hmm. if you're trying to good at upgrading people. Like, well, you should buy mm-hmm. this like box right here to bury your person in. It's, it's all that. It's pretty good money. I mean, you're gonna tell me Hess and Cock were cons? <laughs> Not Hess and Cock. They sound like a lost like lawyers are gonna cheat you out of money right there. Is your uncle dead? Does he have two arms? Come to Hess and Cock. Cause we'll sell them for a marginal fee. Colorado. <laughs> In many instances, Cock and Hess either discussed nor obtained authorization for donations of descendants, bodies, or body parts for their body broker services. In other instances, the topic of donation was raised by Hess or Cock and specifically rejected by the families. In such circumstances, despite lacking any authorization, Cock and Hess recovered body parts from otherwise or prepared either entire bodies or hundreds of descendants for body broker services. Even when families agreed to donation, the news release said Hess and Cox sometimes sold remains beyond what the family authorized. Question of your question of the day. Your aunt dies. We're going to do John on this one, too. They come up to you and say, hey, we could donate it. How much money would you need to donate your dead relatives body parts? We're going to have to. I'm talking like what aunt? Like any aunt? (laughs) I don't like all my aunts. What are you talking about? Uh, Some of my tias can just fucking die. Yeah, you're like, what is that? 35 bucks? Come here. What do you got? The rest of the sandwich? <laughs> I think, though, if it's your parents, let's go with parents. Oh, yeah. I mean, ooh. 100 grand? <laughs> I thought you were going to go, 100 bucks? I was like, what the fuck? $100? Just like grand? the fuck? Would you let your parents be chopped up and sold as bits once they're dead for $100,000? Yes. 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 I think my parents would want it. And that's what I would tell myself before I went to sleep at night. I love my parents, but you're a better guy than I was. I was going to say, you give me the free funeral. Few funeral and you get to cut them up. They they sell these. This isn't medical. They're just I know, but the the funeral's not cheap. You're talking about 20K. If you want a good funeral, like with fucking hors d'oeuvres and shit, we're talking 20K here. So 20K off 100, we get 80K in our pocket? Well, no, I'm just, I, I, my original bid was going to be like, you pay for the funeral, do what you want with the body. Wow, that's yeah, cheap. Yeah, they lost the body at sea. That'll be the story. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'd be Obama. And then Obama. <laughs> I think the more money I get Osama. for it, the dirtier I'd feel about it. Wow. More, oh, I get what you mean. So I'd I feel, feel like better. That's a fair trade-off. You paid for the funeral, you do what you want with the body. You bought the body. So you get another good snipe from Johnny Boy. Also, it's like a gift card. You have to say funeral, because if you say, we'll pay for the funeral, or we'll just give you the 20K. I'm like, ah, I'll take the 20K and kick my mom's body into the ocean. You just have a party. <laughs> <laughs> my mom won't care. She'll be like, Miko, as long as you're alive, and you know what I mean? Yeah, I think they would want if Because I think about it, if I died... And someone's like, yo, we sold your body. Because you're also selling it. You know, I'm guessing they're going to use it for something good and not just like some dude to eat it or something. You're a lifeless burden at yeah. that point. Steve or the, whoever's there, it's not, it's not you anymore. That's just a blob of meat. So are we agreeing you, 20K then? No. For me, I mean, listen. Funeral, he said. I'm, I'm, well, yeah, whatever the cost of the funerals, but I'm Jewish. So like my parents would appreciate the business savvy. Mm, true. Of the deal, <laughs> go for the money, sweet yeah. sweet son. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My body, their body's dead. What am I gonna do with it? Yeah, I know. I mean, some would say bury it or uh, 
but dispose of it properly. But yeah, also yeah, we but, can sell it to the dude, black market. I'm way against it because burying it. It's that's such an egotistical thing. Put my, burying uh, is. Yeah, put my fucking body waste space into the ground that you could put a mm. tree in. It's like yeah. go fuck yourself, man. Kick it into the ocean so fish eat it. Okay, mm. that's what I'm thinking. In some cases, the pair would ship bodies and body parts that tested positive for or belonged to people who had died from infectious God damn. Such as hepatitis B, C, and HIV after certifying the buyers that the remains were (laughs) disease-free. Holy shit. That's why I always say, man, if you're going to get dead body parts fresh, you got to go to the store. You can't pick up these these dead body parts off the street from a woman that looks like if Miss Frizzle sold donuts. (laughs) Magic school bus reference. Yeah. What a not classy. What are you not putting dry ice in it? You should just like putting them like just in there. Like you gotta. Do you like seafood? <laughs> just like a bag of ice on top of yeah, it. Yeah. You gotta. Pi- sh- paper bag. Ship it like Blue Rapier ingredients. <laughs> gold belly. You get like a gold belly. You gotta call ahead of time. Like it's at your doorstep right now. You gotta get it in there fast. <laughs> the shipments were through the mail or on commercial air flights in violation of Department of Transportation regulations regarding the. Dependent's conduct was horrific and morbid and driven by greed. Defendant. Defendant. Okay. The shipments through the mail or on commercial air flights in violation of Department of Transportation regulations regarding the defendant's conduct was horrific and morbid and driven by greed, Attorney General Cole Finnegan said. Uh, Yeah, obviously it was driven by greed. I don't think it was driven by the love of the game. (laughs) I don't think she just sold body parts because she had it in there. She's like, listen, I'd be selling people's body parts for free because I just love it so much. You never always greed, you dumb bitch. You never work a day in your life if you love what you do. And I love <laughs> chopping up body parts and sending them through the mail. <laughs> oh, what another fantastic episode of This Week in Crime. My man, Saul Trujillo. What up? Here. Steve Fury, at Scuba Steve Fury on Instagram. My man, John Sosa's on the ones and twos. Thank you guys very much. Check it out on YouTube where we got pictures and shit. What? Peace. Later.